Good afternoon. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about helping professionals learn how to use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. Um, we are here um, just an absolute another gorgeous day in Colorado. It seems like every Monday when I'm here, I can see Pikes Peak. I can see Long's Peak. You people who are not in the studio, you are missing out. This is just so gorgeous up here. Would love to welcome my guest today, Misty Montano. And Misty and I first knew each other online. We yes, met, we I think, on Twitter or mm-hmm. Facebook. Twitter. Twitter, probably, yeah. And it has turned into a great business and professional relationship. Misty is right now the digital content manager for Nine News. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit more about that shortly. But wanted to talk to her first about her background and why she got into using social media to promote herself and, uh, you know, the, the, the businesses that she's worked for. So welcome, Misty. Well, Tell us a little you. bit thank about you. yourself. Well, thank you for having me. And I completely agree. It is beautiful outside. I'm not sure. I really want to go back downtown to work after this because of this view. Uh, so, again, thank you for having me. But uh, as you asked what my background, well, Journalism, and I was lucky right out of college to be hired as an assignment editor for the CBS station here in Denver. Uh, and I was working and working and working about eight years into it, and that's when all of a sudden you started hearing little things like Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. I mean, Facebook had been out there more, but mm-hmm. it hadn't been opened up yet to the public. Um, and by that point in my career, you know, on the assignment desk, we're focused on covering the news, listening to the scanners, mm-hmm. going through the news tips, um, making sure news is being covered, and reporters, editors, live trucks, helicopters in place, etc. cetera. Uh, and so at that point in my career, I had become the 10 p.m. assignment editor. Mm-hmm. And it was, I would say, December of 2000. And the news director decided to put together a Twitter team. And I've written about this and talked about this, and I do not recommend anybody go about the way that I did it. (laughs) Uh, He put together this Twitter team to see what, if at all, how it would be used um, as a broadcast journalism tool. And I was not asked to be a member of that team because of my schedule with the desk, Mm -hmm. with the importance of the 10 p.m. newscast. Uh, But instead of just going and asking if I could be a member of this team, I just did it. I just created (laughs) my own account. I just started literally tweeting from the news desk. Mm -hmm. Literally, this is what's happening. This is how we cover it. This is what I hear on the scanners. What are you hearing? How can I make that call for you type thing? And I was aggressive at finding a following. I I knew it couldn't be, immediately I realized I knew it couldn't always be organic. It couldn't Mm -hmm. just grow. I mean, people were definitely finding me. I think I was doing something that had not been done on the journalism side uh, with social media in Denver at that point. So people were finding me, but I needed to find more people. Mm -hmm. So uh, I poached. I went about and I looked at other journalism accounts out there going, okay, well, if that person's following X account because it's news, well, maybe they'll want to follow me too. Mm -hmm. So I would click follow and see if the relationships grew. And and they did. It it grew so quickly that within, you know, a week I had to go to my news director (laughs) and say, "Um, did you know I was doing this? And he said, yes. And we sat down and talked about it and what it meant. And, and, but he was willing to let me, Um, I think he saw even, uh, 
the potential use in it. Mm-hmm. And he let me go, uh, which was great and very appreciative. But that's why I say don't recommend that <laughs> to anybody else. I, I was in a good spot and it worked out for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody else to get fired by repeating what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, within a week after that, we sat back down and said, you know, this is what we figured out. It really can be is such a great tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, it just, you know, we, we set up courses, um, talking with, uh, my other coworkers. How are we going to incorporate Twitter? Um, by then we'd also started Facebook. How are we going to do Facebook, mm-hmm. etc.? Um, and it just grew from there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you were definitely the first person that I really remember seeing in the local media that was using these platforms and using them in a way to generate interest in the station. You know, I remember you would post and say, "We're you know we're we're doing a story on X. You know, mm-hmm. can somebody come by?" I think one of the the tweets that I saw from you one time was when they had uh, recalled a cookie dough product. Yes, and and of course they recalled it so quickly that it was out of the stores mm-hmm. immediately. And you had sent out a tweet that said, "Anybody still have that in the refrigerator?" And I forget how many people responded to you, yeah. but that was a great way to get that story. Oh yeah, they sent in pictures. We were able to use some in the newscast to show mm-hmm. here it is. Here's the serial number. People were excited to help, and and that's that's what it really was and is. It's mm-hmm. it's the actual two way communication right. between um, news entity and an actual news person mm-hmm. and the people who are listening mm-hmm. to us, reading us, and watching us. Right. It gives us a chance as the the uh, listeners and the watchers to be part of you know, and and maybe it's just that we don't answer. But we might retweet it or forward it to someone, exactly. share it, things like that. Because, yeah, we, we are able to be a part of that. Um, you know, and, and I see that it really has been a benefit to the stations here locally and the stations that I follow nationally to really get involved with the, the people that way. Absolutely. There's so many people with so much more knowledge than what even we have in mm-hmm. the media. We, we try to do our best and be the experts on the story. But there's always somebody out there who probably knows a little bit mm-hmm. more about it than us and who could actually give such added value to right. our content versus us just going to mm-hmm. the same people over and over, uh, same sound over and over. Uh, so if we're able to use all of our resources, which include social media, mm-hmm. then we can create right. those relationships with other people mm-hmm. who have the knowledge that can help Mm -hmm. us tell better stories Mm -hmm. and be better journalists. Plus, I would imagine that, you know, in this day and age of budget cuts where, you know, you have fewer and fewer people, it is a benefit because you're able to ask people to help rather than sitting down and having to do the research and spend all that time. You've got, you know, thousands of people that you can say, we need X. Can you help us? And, you know, those people respond. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's the actual person right there in the middle of the business or PR mm-hmm. um, personalities, they representatives that are like, yes. I've got a client who it really just helped mold the entire how we work Mm -hmm. in in finding those resources and finding people who could talk to us. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned PR people because that's my background. And I've now had assignment editors tell me that I have to pitch a story to them via Twitter. If I can't do it in 140 characters or less, they don't want to hear about it. That's a challenge for me. You know, I was brought up old school where I would contact somebody, you know, sometimes weeks in advance. Maybe it was a special event for a nonprofit or something and, and really work with them a lot in advance, give them a lot of background material, all those things. And now I have to do it in 140 characters and it's like, 
oh, how can I do this? Do you see that happening a lot? Is that how you get a lot of stories, whether they're a PR professional or just somebody who thinks they have a great story? Is that how they're pitching stories to you? Uh, quite a bit. It might not be just within that 140 characters, but that tease in that mm-hmm. 140 characters to get me to click on the web mm-hmm. press release versus the email that gets buried in my mm-hmm. hundreds of emails that I receive every day. Um, so I definitely think it's becoming a, a norm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay, where's my, t- how am I going to word this press release in 140 characters? What am I going to link people to? All right, am I going to put it on, on Facebook? And is there anybody I can tag in this Facebook mm-hmm. post to get attention? And then the traditional press release and phone calls, mm-hmm. which I can't tell anybody to not do those mm-hmm. because uh, each journalism, each you know, media organization. Mm-hmm. We work differently and we have different kinds of people behind the scenes and some of them are very diligent making it through mm-hmm. all of those emails and answering all those phone calls. But then we have people who, like me, I would prefer if you got a hold of me by Twitter, even if it's not your pitch, but just, hey, I've got a pitch coming. Mm-hmm. Watch your email. Oh. That helps mm-hmm. me know that something's coming my way that I need to pay attention to. It puts it on my radar more than if I had just popped up in mm-hmm. my email. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you see that reporters are really relying on it a lot? And and I know that there's going to be a, you know a wide variety of reporters who do a lot on the various mm-hmm. social media, and then some that think no, not so much. Right. But do you see that it is a, a trend where more and more reporters are reaching out to connect with the people that are that are their friends that way? Oh yeah. Um, you know, specifically at Nine News, we've got a good core of reporters who do use their social media accounts, many accounts, to stay connected, look for those new news tips, find resources Mm -hmm. for their stories, share their stories for us to get them to turn on the TV, Mm -hmm. to get them to click on 9news.com so they can read the stories. Um, You know, and I think that's becoming the trend, or is now the trend Mm -hmm. nationally. Is it every reporter? No. Is it every news organization? No. But I do think more than 50% now Mm -hmm. are definitely working in that fashion, Mm -hmm. uh, or at least willing to try it. Right. May not understand it, but are willing to sit down and try it. Mm-hmm. And this is the one thing I tell every single person I help with social media is you define social media. You control it. Don't let it control mm-hmm. you. So determine upfront why you're using it mm-hmm. and what are your goals. Great. You know, I, I have to admit that social media is where I get most of my news. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I only get the Denver Post now on weekends. I tend to not always watch the newscasts uh, and, and things like that, but I am very diligent about watching the news pages, either on Facebook or the, the Twitter accounts, things like that, whether it's a specific reporter, you know, maybe it's, you know, I like the sports, mm-hmm. so I'm watching those, or, you know, just the, the general feeds. Do you see more and more people doing that? I mean, that's where I oh, get yeah. my news. Absolutely, and, and, and part of that is very heartbreaking to me. Because, honestly, we do so much Mm -hmm. more uh, that we can broadcast and even just put on Mm 9news.com that we could ever put out on social media, specifically Facebook. Because if we Mm -hmm. tried to put everything we ever did out on Facebook, Mm -hmm. you would unfriend us, Mm -hmm. unlike us in a moment, Mm -hmm. in a heartbeat. Twitter's a little different. We can Mm -hmm. set up RSS feeds. Mm -hmm. and, And some people still... Do not want that two-way mm-hmm. communication with mm-hmm. with us, even though we're there, and they just want the headlines. Mm-hmm. They only want their headlines mm-hmm. that way. They don't want anything else from us. Um, 
and so I find that interesting. But I, I do, you know, there's a real part of me that, that finds it sad that, mm-hmm. yes, sometimes Facebook is well, the only place people go. And, and of course, the, the bad part about it is, you know, you've posted maybe two or three of the headlines. Right. And, and there, like you said, there are so many more, and you're guessing at what most people might think is, is important. You know, now there are days where you can, you can, you know, if it's going to snow, right. you know, those, oh, those yeah. various things. But, um, you know, the, the thing that I have liked about what I've seen with your posts is it really does draw me to at least the website. And then I look at other stories that are there and then I think, okay, well, the, the bigger story is here. But I also like the fact that you might do the shorter version on the, the news because, you know, you just don't have that much time. But then you'll remind us, hey, you know, go to the website for the, the two-minute story or the five-minute story, right. things like that. And that's something we actually are trying to do a, a lot more consistently uh, is being able to do longer formats mm-hmm. on 9news.com, mm-hmm. specifically in the video side. I, I love to actually get questions from our viewers or readers uh, on Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. and then send that list of questions yeah. out with a reporter and say, oh. at the end, I mm-hmm. want you to pick whatever questions you think can add oh, cool. to your story and then let's ask them. Mm-hmm. And, but say, so-and-so from Facebook mm-hmm. is asking. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to put that clip up raw Nice. On, you know, yeah. attached to the story. Yeah. It, it's, it's adding more value, mm-hmm. uh, answering your specific mm-hmm. questions. It may not make TV, but we can use our website mm-hmm. and our Facebook and Twitter and whatnot yeah. to get it there. Well, and, you know, from the PR side, that's great for clients because, you know, I, it, it was always so hard for me to tell my clients, you know, we're going to work and work and work and work and I'm going to pitch this story and we're going to work it really hard and we might get 30 seconds. You know, but now I can say, okay, we'll get 30 seconds on the air, but we're going to get a five-minute story that's going to be on the website and it will be on there, you know, sometimes indefinitely where they could refer back to it, all those various things. So it's it's been a benefit to me to, to be able to work with clients like that. Excellent. Great. Well, we are at a point where I think it's going to be a good place for us to take a quick break, and uh, we will be back in just a couple minutes. Yeah, you got a friend in me. 
Well, you do have a friend in me. This is Deb Creer. I am the socialite. If you want to find me on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Deb Creer the socialite. You can also find me on Twitter at Deb Creer and on LinkedIn at Deborah Creer. With me today is Misty Montano, and Misty is the digital content manager at Channel 9, um, 9 News. What exactly does that job title mean? What do you do there? That changes daily. <laughs> um, I, when I was hired, which was just this past March, um, it's a very fluid position. Yes, there were words written down on a dis- job description, but the caveat was we don't know quite yet exactly how we're going to use all these tools, and we just want your help to figure it out and train, teach, guide, lead. And so that's what I'm trying to do, and that really does change daily Mm -hmm. depending on new Facebook changes, Mm -hmm. Um, different ways that my coworkers want to use Twitter, uh, people who want to start looking at the blog, you know, Situations like that, so it changes. Mm-hmm. You know, I really just tried to to lead us. Um, uh, before I came today, I put out what I call a social situation. I, I really do try to plan out our day. You mentioned earlier, it's I'm guessing at what I think people will want to hear mm-hmm. and read about. What's the big talkers? And that's absolutely uh, correct. But at the same time, I also want to lead people back to 9news.com, mm-hmm. back to turning on the TV to watch a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, from our editorial meetings, I'm gathering, okay, this is what reporters are doing. Here's what some of the content producers are putting together for the newscast. What really can I drive people um, to our other products, to the the rest of us. And so it's, it'll be a mixture of the talker stories with 9news.com links or just questions. You know, like uh, I scheduled a post um, to go up about bed bugs today because of the story that broke yesterday with bed bugs at mm-hmm. Denver Health. So it's literally, what questions do you have? We keep hearing about mm-hmm. them. What questions do you have? We're trying to answer some of them for a 5 p.m. story. So it's letting people know we're covering this. And, and perhaps we can get some questions mm-hmm. in there that we wouldn't have thought of to th- to ask the entomologist that we're, we're mm-hmm. going to be interviewing. Um, and, so, and again, it's we're putting it in there. We're going to be reporting this mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. and hopefully you'll turn us on or watch for the story mm-hmm. when it is uh, published on 9news.com. Uh, so I'm trying to work in, in two, two ways. Drive people, yet also provide what I think that they want to hear, mm-hmm. uh, read about the big talkers. Because um, once people like us, we actually got to give them something to like us right. for. Otherwise, they're going to go, eh. <laughs> Right. And, and unlike mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I value each and every like that we have, and I strive to keep in mm-hmm. every every like. Now, do I make everybody happy? Absolutely not. Um, and do people end up unliking us? Yes. But I am living Facebook insights at times, mm-hmm. trying to determine what 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 mm-hmm. you know resonated within our community, what didn't work, and so that really tries to help mm-hmm. I use that to help me decide how to use, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook specifically and then help our my coworkers decide how they're gonna use Facebook mm-hmm. for themselves and also the main nine news right. page as well. Which pages um, and, and accounts are you the person responsible for posting? Because I know some of them have, you know, like Nine Wants to Know has its own page, mm-hmm. things like that. Do you provide oversight to all of them, or do they have, like, guidelines of things that they're supposed to post? What What is your role with those? Uh, my role is help 
and guide. Uh, I am admin to most of the pages, whether they're personality pages mm-hmm. or overall like a nine wants mm-hmm. to know or the community and nine news in the community page. Uh, I'm an admin so I can help and look at the insights, but it's not just about me and I can't do it mm-hmm. all by myself. Right, there's it, too much. There's, there's way too much. And, um, plus if you are specifically your own reporter or your own you know, part of, like you said, nine wants to know or the weather team, mm-hmm. you're going to know more about what's happening at the moment than I am. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I sit down and talk, well, these are the best kinds of posts. Don't forget to post. That's mm-hmm. a lot of it. Don't forget to post. <laughs> Don't forget. There's Go weather ahead. every day. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, put out an update, mm-hmm. you know, and then I try to share that content. Uh, you know, some of my reporters that I work with will come back and say, hey, I, I just put out this post or I'm going to put out this post. Will you share it? And that's great because mm-hmm. then they're coming up with the content and mm-hmm. I'm sharing it on our nine news pages, giving them, um, you know, promotion for mm-hmm. their page. Hopefully people will go like their page and can create mm-hmm. relationships one-on-one with that reporter that could turn into a great resource for a future story. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's still getting a personal voice on mm-hmm. our Facebook page um, and not just the generalized questions right. and, and non-personal posts that mm-hmm. so often do go up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I know for sure is that people like want breaking news. Mm-hmm. They want weather. Mm-hmm. And they want to hear from our personalities. Mm-hmm. They want to hear from the people who they see mm-hmm. on TV. And if I can get... Um, my coworkers who are on the air to write up something personal. It's not just me saying mm-hmm. how to do it. They need to do it. Right. And then I can get it posted and figure out mm-hmm. what's best to do it. And then fourth, um, a lot of people do uh, want deals, mm-hmm. daily deals mm-hmm. and consumer type reports. So those are, you know, four areas that I'm always mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, I, I think it's important that, you know, as you mentioned, they're either posting it themselves or they're giving it to you to post because maybe they're, you know, they're busy. They, they're not familiar with the technology, all those things. It's, you know, we can see through pretty quickly if somebody is posting for somebody else. Absolutely. Um, It was kind of disheartening last week to see that Ashton Kutcher, who has been huge on Twitter. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, he's got, what, 8 million Twitter friends. Mm -hmm. He tweets, you know, sometimes far too much and, you know, with more TMI than we ever wanted to know. But, you know, he really, you you knew it was him. Well, then he had his little faux pas last week. He posted something that um, he shouldn't have about Penn State. And instead of stopping and thinking, okay, maybe I should think once or twice before I post, he just said, I'm not going to post. It will all go through somebody else. To me, now, his tweets, and and I'll be honest, I don't follow him, but they have no value because it's not him. It's his management company. I completely agree with that. Uh, I understand why he made that decision because, yes, Mm -hmm. he has done one too many things mm-hmm. that he probably shouldn't have on social media and once you put it out there mm-hmm. really never goes away so I understand his caution I just wish he would have used that caution as a right. lesson and well, changed you and know. we're all people exactly you know, we, we do posts where we think oh I should not have done that right and then you go back and you explain your rationale you were having a bad day you had misinformation to just say I'm not going to do it anymore, especially because he had built it up so big, is, right? Is you know to he me was so mm-hmm. prominent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he made such a big deal out of the fact that it was him. You know, he was he was not using anybody else, any filter, all those various things, and you know, so that's kind of sad. So I think it's great that you encourage your personalities to to be active and to do as much as they can on their own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think again, it's that two way. 
communication mm-hmm. aspect. Yep. It's, you know, for a lot of people in Denver, they grew up watching mm-hmm. certain people on TV. And now this is your actual almost touch, mm-hmm. you know, handshake mm-hmm. in a way, if you can connect with them yeah. on the social platforms, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's funny. I've been doing public relations here in Denver for almost 20 years. So, yeah, some of these, you know, whether it's it's uh, on TV or, you know, newspaper, radio, all those various things, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've known, known some of them on it's their personalities for years. But if one of them still comments on one of my personal posts, I'm like, oh, woohoo. Yeah, yeah it's, it's special. It's yeah. special. And mm-hmm. I don't – I think that's, you know, that's another thing I tell – um, journalists that I work with is don't take for granted mm-hmm. your position in the community. It's not that you're just a journalist, mm-hmm. but people have created relationships with you already. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's because they find you a friend, mm-hmm. you know, truly consider mm-hmm. you a friend because right. they've watched you yeah. or read you. Uh, and now this is an actual way mm-hmm. to talk with you. Don't take that for right. granted. Well, and you know, clearly they still have to be cautious. Absolutely. Because, you know, they, they are public figures. You know, they wouldn't want to, certainly wouldn't want to divulge where they live. Um, no. You know, children's names, things like that. Absolutely. But they can still do a lot of fun things so that we remember, hey, they're one of us, too. Exactly. And, you know, Kim Christensen is uh, so good at mm-hmm. doing that. She, she'll she put little posts together and put them out, whether it's just the insight to her, a story that she's mm-hmm. doing. Um, you know, Kyle Dyer, she's great at even incorporating some of her family mm-hmm. life into right. it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and for me, that's what I found out right away from the get-go mm-hmm. when I started this, is I needed to let people know that I was a journalist, mm-hmm. but I'm a person, too. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be a member of yeah. that big bad mm-hmm. media but i'm a person too i'm mom wife mm-hmm. stepmom terrible gardener <laughs> husker you know oh, so <laughs> oh, big red. you know so it was all that i i'm a person too just trying to do the best mm-hmm. at my job and i can share that with mm-hmm. you and so you know that's the same type of line of thinking i mm-hmm. i hope to encourage right. with my coworkers. well and you know, you and I have been connected online for a couple of years, and you've always been, in my view, very good about kind of walking that fine line. Um, you know, when you had your daughter, and I think it was probably Sean, who uh, your husband, who I also follow. On, I, you know, I might have started following him first. <gasps> I know. <gasps> tragedy, tragedy. <laughs> um, but um, when you had your daughter, Sean, you know, her name to all of us in the, the, the virtual world is Squeaks. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just very cute and, and very endearing. But it also is a privacy thing for you guys. Oh, absolutely. And I hold on to it more even than Sean does at mm-hmm. this point. I don't use um, my stepson's names. No. I don't use mm-hmm. my baby girl's names. Mm-hmm. It's TJ and mm-hmm. yeah. Squeaks, as mm-hmm. you said, to, to talk about. And people love to hear about mm-hmm. our families. And I love to hear about mm-hmm. my, um, you know, Twitter friends and mm-hmm. Facebook friends and their families. Um, you know, I don't need to specifically know yeah. their children's name for safety no, reasons. No. Well, if I remember right, I think Sean had a contest to come up with oh, the, yeah. the original name of Squeaks. And, and yeah. some of the others that people came up with, I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, when before she was born, we we were even calling her Plurk because yes, that's another Plurk. social media yes. site, and we didn't know at the time if we were having a boy or a girl, and so I remember Plurk. Yeah, yes. and so yeah, Sean had fun with it mm-hmm. through social media, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people do have fun mm-hmm. and, and get people involved social media wise, and I think that's the same thing we mm-hmm. can do on the journalism mm-hmm. field, and I think that's a hard thing for a lot of journalists to wrap their heads around that mm-hmm. we can have fun. Mm-hmm. But still be professional right. and still do our stories mm-hmm. and tell good stories. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and, you know, to me it is all about being that personality, you know, or not being that, adding that personal touch because that's how we build the relationships. You know, we, we know that, you know, we like the same TV shows. We don't like the same college sports teams, but, you know. <laughs> um, and but see, now that, you know, CU is not in the, the Big 12 and, of course, Nebraska isn't, then, okay, I can, I can give Nebraska a break. But, you know, that's how we build those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, when you stop by the water cooler or you pass somebody in church or something, what'd you do over the, the weekend? Right. And, and by knowing those little snippets without giving too much away, that's where we build the relationships with people. And we think, you know, we want to, we, we like them. We know them. We want to work with them. We want to tell other people, Hey, you know, this is who we saw on channel nine, you know, go and watch them because, you know, we, we have a lot in common with them. Absolutely. And, you know, I think for journalists, and I think uh, uh, maybe even bigger corporations that just have certain images, mm-hmm. um, and I already said it once, you know, big, bad media mm-hmm. type thing. Um, it's it's more than just that little personality snippet to create that relationship. It a lot of people will view us as just wanting to use you, mm-hmm. use them mm-hmm. if that's all we do is promote ourselves right. and hear our headlines mm-hmm. and you know, here's what I'm doing today. But mm-hmm. without ever asking what do you think mm-hmm. of this, without ever incorporating some of that yeah. into our storytelling. Do I think that means we need to be on mm-hmm. T V saying Facebook comment, Twitter mm-hmm. comment? It depends. Mm -hmm. It depends on the story. If the comments are adding value Mm -hmm. to the story, adding content Mm -hmm. to the story, then absolutely. Mm -hmm. If they're just to put up there because you're trying to fill time, you're trying to show I'm on Facebook, no, Mm -hmm. it it turns Mm -hmm. the viewer off. It just frustrates people that Mm -hmm. we're just putting things out there that don't actually add Mm -hmm. to the story. So there is a line. There is mm-hmm. that we have to find that balance, and mm-hmm. we have to figure out how best to use, again, right. use social media. Mm-hmm. Don't let it use us. Well, and the, one of the things that you mentioned is, you know, you'll, you'll ask for people's input. Then you actually use some of it. Not always. But, you know, that's that's where it's cool is, you know, I I might see a post where you asked for something, and there were, you know, 20 responses, and you'll mention one on the air. But I saw that one, so then I know, okay, well, the next time maybe that one is me. So I'm going to comment. You know, I had posted the other day, um, one of the uh, media outlets that I follow had asked how much snow we had. I I live Mm -hmm. in in North Thornton, and I commented, and they read my comment. I was like, oh, that was me. That was me. (laughs) You know, we we become eighth graders again all of a sudden, (laughs) where, you know, it it, it makes us happy. And so, of course, then the next day I was going to watch. I was going to listen. I was going to read their posts. So it's just a way to really draw people back in. It is. It is. And it's, again, as I said, it's a useful tool. Um, But on the other hand, as we talked about briefly was, you know, people looking to Facebook um, specifically, in in my opinion, specifically Facebook, that if it's not on Facebook, it's not news and we're not covering Mm -hmm. it. So that's just a whole nother Mm -hmm. challenge. Um, And, uh, you know, there are a lot of media organizations trying to figure that out Mm -hmm. now and how... How do we best really be there? Okay, if people think we're just Facebook, well, then how can we Mm -hmm. not just be Facebook, but how can we at least satisfy that? Well, we're ready for another break. And when we come back, I want to talk about maybe some of the negatives about giving people so many places where they can comment and do it in a public way and how you guys handle some of those. Okay. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the 
by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show Sometimes you want to go Where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name Out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. Morning's looking bright. And your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. I am Deb Creer, and we are back. I'm the socialite. I am passionate about working with people to show them how to use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. I wanted to give a, a quick thank you to Lita Citrion, who was my guest host last week, and I just mispronounced her name. Sorry about that, Lita. Um, but I was unable to be here, and Lita had a fabulous program where she uh, she volunteers with an organization that works with uh military people who are retiring and she works with them on their personal brand how to use social media to uh kind of help with that transition back into civilian life she had a great guest and you know if you're interested in listening to the program it is in the archives it was a fabulous program and and thank you again to lita for doing that we're back with misty montano who is the digital content manager or director what's i keep i've changed it every time you know pretty soon you're just going to be the president um okay yeah yeah um (laughs) at at News, and so she is responsible for overseeing, would probably be the best term, all of the social media at uh, Nine News. Now, do you have anything to do with the other affiliate stations, or you know, is it just Nine? Well, it's just Nine, but we are a member of the Gannett family, mm-hmm. and so there is a lot of brainboarding, mm-hmm. a lot of sharing amongst the other properties and entities, whether that's broadcast mm-hmm. or print. Um, and sharing what we're doing. Um, and, you know, I've had conversations with a couple other stations who have seen what I've done and they mm-hmm. want to copy and cool. take it for themselves. So, yeah, that's, that's really cool. And, you know, that's my goal. It's not, you know, I went into this knowing, even though I had to share about me and who I am to get the following and create the relationships mm-hmm. that are necessary and, and needed and I now love. And, um, but it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I, I've never gone into this about me. Mm-hmm. It's about how journalism 
can benefit mm-hmm. by social media. Right. And so that's what I hope that I mm-hmm. am accomplishing. Um, you know, when I talk about what I do at Channel 9, I just, social strategies. I'm looking mm-hmm. daily at social strategies mm-hmm. and how best to incorporate those cool. into the rest of our journalism mm-hmm. lives. Nice. Well, and, you know, we've, we've mentioned the fact that it is ever-changing and rapidly changing. You know, just a couple of years ago, if there was a story that we didn't like, maybe we could pick up the phone and call. You know, you might be able to, if you were really lucky, you could talk to the reporter and complain. But most of the time you got the assignment editor mm-hmm. or, you know, the front desk. You might be able to send an email, things like that. Now we've got these platforms where people can post and, you know, it, it's like, you know, the the song that we were just listening to where everybody knows your name. It's where everybody can do pretty much anything they yeah. want. How do you deal with posts that, you know, you're, you're going to have people who criticize. And mm-hmm. there's obviously positive criticism and, and destructive criticism. Mm-hmm. But you also have people who are very passionate about something, whether it's, you know, maybe Tim Tebow should be playing quarterback or, you know, uh, what's going on at Penn State or obviously all of the politics and, and things like that, all the way down to, you know, what's happening at somebody's school and, and mm-hmm. things. How do you deal with the comments that people post that shall we say, are inappropriate. (laughs) All right. Well, um, Twitter and Facebook are two different things. There's not Mm -hmm. much uh, you can do in the Twitter Twitter world, (laughs) except I look at it and I, I, this is what I do. If I get a comment on Twitter that um, is really uncalled for or negative, then I look up to see who, how many followers that person has, Mm -hmm. what kind of influence that person has. And that helps me decide if this is something I need to get into Mm -hmm. and address or if it's something that I can remain silent Mm -hmm. on. Um, At all times, if I can get in it and address it, I think a two-way conversation Mm -hmm. is the best when it comes to Twitter. But if... I can tell by the anger. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not, worth, not it. Mm-hmm. worth it. So I, I will look. I will look at the, you know, person's followers. Does it have a lot? How mm-hmm. is this person using Twitter? Should I really be concerned? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I should always be concerned, and I'm always watching to see if others are picking up on mm-hmm. that tweet. Others are starting to respond to that tweet. But if not, and I and that person doesn't have a huge influence, then I'll probably just let it go. Mm-hmm. Facebook, on the other hand, um, one of the first things I did when I arrived at Channel 9 was come up with a basically a terms of service for Facebook. Ah, and it's a note. And great. it's a welcome to our Facebook mm-hmm. wall. And wrote up about how what we hope to achieve by using Facebook mm-hmm. and how we expect you to behave um, mm-hmm. with us and within our community. Because it's, I get it, There we do a lot of things, media in general, you're you're either against us or with us, uh, you know, on the same, on one story, we have both people hate mm-hmm. us and love us. And I, I get that. Um, but on Facebook, it's not just about us. It's not just that one email coming to mm-hmm. the station that reprimands us all. It's not just that one phone call that somebody's dealing with. It's everybody sees that. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's just directed completely at us, well, then I'll get in, and if I need to make a response, mm-hmm. I'll make the response. Otherwise, again, sometimes it's appropriate to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. If, however, that person is abusing others in the community, mm-hmm. then then that's a it's a, like right. almost a warning system. Mm-hmm. Okay, please don't um, private mm-hmm. message that person. Remind them mm-hmm. of the terms of service note that we have up. And you know, I've had to um, ban one person mm-hmm. uh, from the page for um, the certain kind of posts. And then on the other hand, I'm always Looking at, you know, 
our First Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. That's what I wrap my arms around Mm -hmm. every day and appreciate. Um, So at the same time, how much of that can I let go on on Facebook, uh, especially when it comes to politics Mm -hmm. and some of the things that can be said about the president or Mm -hmm. the governor or the mayor, how much of this is free speech and I just need to turn the other head and just let it be there mm-hmm. and see if anybody responds to it. Sometimes the community members themselves will get involved mm-hmm. and shut it down um, or agree with it, you know. And other times if it's threatening, mm-hmm. uh, it's off. Um, I have our moderation set up pretty significantly okay. when it comes to cuss words. Ah, so I obviously... That's why I never see those there. <laughs> yes, I see mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. are using cuss words in the post and I can then private message that person mm-hmm. um, or I can delete that comment mm-hmm. or I can uh, delete and ban that mm-hmm. user actually um, are the moderation tools that mm-hmm. Facebook has. Um, so uh, do I get into every single thread that's put on Facebook? I try, but mm-hmm. I don't always. So, But I'm again, I'm not the only person and I may be helping put our strategies together mm-hmm. and helping lead, but a lot of the other people around me are are contributing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm doing this by myself by any means. A lot of people around me mm-hmm. are contributing and posting and, and taking responsibility mm-hmm. at looking at those threads and letting right. me know if I mm-hmm. need to get involved or if they feel comfortable enough to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, that way. Now, what I have noticed since I first started and Facebook really became public for everybody and being used by media to now is two years ago, people having your name out there really, that really did help them decide what kind of language mm-hmm. and commenting they were going to put. Fast forward to now, mm-hmm. and I think it's almost like it's just another part of our day to day, and it's not so unique anymore, and it's no longer stopping people mm-hmm. from putting right. out things that you know later on they or may regret or an employer mm-hmm. might see and reprimand you mm-hmm. for um, with the language and mm-hmm. the kinds of you know comments that you make and a lot of media organizations are moving to the Facebook comment threads mm-hmm. um, instead of a commenting through their uh, website and nine news.com did that just last week. Mm-hmm. We're now officially on the Facebook comment side. Um, I've been impressed with the comments that are coming in so far. It's not been a lot of moderation uh, needed with those like there were before when you mm-hmm. had to set up profiles mm-hmm. and you could be right. anonymous. Mm-hmm. So it, it may be that it's so new on 9news.com. I'm not having to moderate nearly mm-hmm. as much as uh, I'm always watching and moderating, uh, monitoring mm-hmm. on the Facebook, actual 9news Facebook page. Um, and beyond that, there's, you know, again, personalities. And unfortunately, there are people out there who I do consider social stalkers. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely a few of our personalities who have more stalkers than others. Mm-hmm. And some of them can get downright scary. And so those are definitely pages that I'm administrator of. Mm-hmm. So I can always be watching and right. seeing. And, okay, is that person just being friendly or is that person now starting to mm-hmm. get to where we yeah, need to really be that concerned line. right mm-hmm. yeah do we now need to be concerned mm-hmm. and and have some type of conversation mm-hmm. a private message or or, or mm-hmm. ban the yeah. user type situation yeah, because it'd be one thing to say to you know one of your personalities gee saw you in the grocery store 
you know, that's because that happens all the time. You know, with the, it's not like your your personalities just go to nine news and go home and you know don't do right. it. And so you know they're out in the community, they do things, and you know, or they might say saw you at the the um, the food drive. You know, the nine cares. You know, all of those various things. But to say something like drove by your house, that's where that gets a little mm. bit spooky. And I've seen that happen with, you know, some of the personalities, whether it's, you know, a sports person or something like that. And unfortunately, then it, it tends to make them want to completely draw back. Right. Which, I mean, that's understandable. That gets that's absolutely understandable, them, especially if they have a family and, and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's it's great to know that you're watching over that and, you know, other people are watching it, too, to really make sure that you've got that under control. And you have to. You have to be diligent that way um, because, it's, again, we, when we opened up two-way mm-hmm. communication, it's you get going two-way. to happen. Mm-hmm. Two-way communication. Well, and as you mentioned, it's one of those things where I think when it was new, we really did watch what we said. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be angry. You might be passionate. But you tempered that before you sent it. And now maybe it's because you use your smartphone to do it. And, you know, all of these various things, you're, you're able to respond so quickly. We don't filter ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is you think, uh-oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I've only ever, on my, on my business page, I've never had a problem. On my personal page, I've only have ever had to delete one personal post from somebody. And they commented on a post that I made. And they used the F word four times in their comment. Of course, that was not going to fly on my page. And, and I contacted the person privately and I said, you know, I don't care what you put on your page, but this is not what you post on my page. Because people look to my page to see how people should post, things like that. It had been one of those passionate, spur-of-the-moment things for him. He hit share and then thought, uh-oh. And I explained to him, if you write it, you can delete it. Yes. You know, it never occurred to him. He thought because he posted on my page... It was there forever. And, you know, he apologized. The poor thing, you know, he still sees me and apologizes and, and things. But I think it has kind of removed that filter for us. And then when we see people who do things like that, you know, on my Twitter page, it's really funny. I have all of these rap artists who follow me. I don't know why. You know, it's not exactly my demographic. And every time I ask why, I get a whole bunch more. So I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> they're learning from me. But, you know, their posts curl my hair. <laughs> you know? But I also realize that's who they are. Right. So, you know, I tend to not filter them out quite as much. But on others, you know, I'll give somebody one or two chances. And then if they use those words that, you know, we'd be banned on the air from saying, no, I'm not going to follow them. And it doesn't matter what they're posting. I mean, they might provide really great content, good information, and I'm just going to think, no, not so much. I don't want to have to deal with, you know, having, having my hair get singed. Absolutely. But then they do obviously have an audience mm-hmm. who does, oh, yeah. who does like that. And yeah. I think that's a, a whole part of that, you know, um, for what's acceptable mm-hmm. to some is mm-hmm. just not acceptable to yeah. others. And so, especially when it comes to business pages, mm-hmm. um, media pages, uh, commenting mm-hmm. on a website, uh, or blogs, it becomes, well, somebody's got to decide what mm-hmm. is right or wrong. Right. And, and you have to follow those mm-hmm. through. Um, you made a comment, you know, about the gentleman who you, uh, had to go ahead and delete his mm-hmm. message. He didn't know he could delete it. Right. I, I still find that, that a mm-hmm. lot of people truly don't know how mm-hmm. to use Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a part of that, I think, is because all the Facebook changes that continue oh, to happen over and over mm-hmm. in the different settings that you are stuck with mm-hmm. and then you don't even know unless mm-hmm. you get in there and, and and figure it out um and then you know i just think a lot of people don't care to mm-hmm. know and just 
post mm-hmm. without right. learning how to use it. So, you know, when I am talking to colleagues and, and encouraging them to use social media, if it really is a matter of true not understanding or true safety concerns, mm-hmm. then I fully encourage them, well, let me help you and let's mm-hmm. just do it through the right. main nine mm-hmm. news page. We can just sign it yeah. with your name yeah. or sign the tweet with your name. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put yourself mm-hmm. out there in a, in a page. And um, for journalists, specifically the subscription option, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to open up your personal profile right. to a subscription. Mm-hmm. We can keep it filtered mm-hmm. and can keep it honed in on, on the main mm-hmm. page. Well, and, and as you said, things are changing so much. You know, it was funny. I, I switched to the new timeline profile on mm-hmm. Facebook. I did too. And then it disappeared. I was back to the regular profile for a while. And now it's back. So they were tweaking and they were playing with it. But I think that is one of the things that really causes confusion is you go to log in and it looks different. Probably the biggest mistake that I see people make is they think they're posting privately to someone and they're not. Most of the time it's an okay post. But I have seen people post things, you know, talking about... You know, they're, they're posting very private information where they, they really would be upset to know that it went to the entire world. So when I see that, I do let them know. You know, do you know that your post just went to everyone? They don't realize that, you know, on wall posts, you know, say, say I post on your wall because Sean is also a mutual friend. He would see that. And, you know, so that's, that's one of those things that people just don't always quite understand. And you probably see that a lot. They think they're posting just to that reporter just to you and they've just posted to everybody, everybody who follows you which I haven't looked at the the nine news page how many uh how many likers do you have almost 30,000 wow yeah. very cool yeah, cool cool um, you know when it comes to the television organizations um you know we're all using facebook mm-hmm. and it's interesting how we're all using it differently mm-hmm. and how uh we go about getting mm-hmm. those likes um, contests are mm-hmm. great and and that has helped get uh, lots and great. thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of likes for some um, you know I I personally believe um, more on the side of the charity mm-hmm. um, drive instead of uh, outright contest mm-hmm. even though I most people would want the contest want the free <laughs> item uh-huh. um, but a- again it, it comes down to then once you once they like us, mm-hmm. we got to keep them. Mm-hmm. Got to maintain that relationship mm-hmm. and make it worth our nine news mm-hmm. popping up on their Great. wall. Cool, their news feed. Well, we're going to take one more break, and then when we come back, let's talk about other technologies that some of the other media outlets use, and some of the things that we see coming in the future. Oh.
I, well, why can't we be friends? I love these songs. You know, I had a, a lot of fun when I was researching these to start. So make sure that we connect online. Um, go to milehighradio.com. Go to the show host page. Well, you're actually already there or you wouldn't be listening to this. But go to the show host page and all of my information on how to connect is there. Speaking of connections, I am delighted that Misty Montano is my guest. We met online. Yes, um, we did. And Twitter. Yep. You know, just kind of started following. And I, you'd mentioned earlier that you poached friends. I think that's how I met you. I think I poached you from somebody else. So, you know, this is how we build our list. You know, we, we steal our friends. You know, like I said, we're in eighth grade when we do this. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and that really is true. I think we do become eighth graders on social media. We are who we associate with. You know, we might be the upstanding people of the world, but if you go to your friends' pages and they're talking about their drinking and their hard partying, well, then the assumption is that that's you, too. Um, so, you know, that's one of the, the primary reasons, I'm sure, why your personalities, of course, they're all, you know, fine, upstanding citizens, but why they're very cautious about what they put out there. Um, but let's talk about some of the other platforms. You guys use Facebook and Twitter. Uh, what about Google Plus? What do you think yes, about that? The new just, big dog yes, on the block. They and Google just launched uh, its brand pages. Mm-hmm. And the same day, I got a nine news page. Cool. And do I know how I <laughs> hope to strategize to use Google brand page? Not quite yet. Mm-hmm. I do believe the main function... Um, Maybe not main, but one of the biggest advantages that Google Hangout could give to mm-hmm. us as a tool is the Google Hangout aspect. Oh, yeah, that'll be very cool. Absolutely. Um, and that's, uh, like, if you look at a, a lot of media organizations when they first started that very first day, um, in fact, breaking news in its page. Here's the media organizations that we know. Who do you know? And Nine News was mm-hmm. was listed. And and it, how? What do you want to do? Most of them are like, okay, this is our first post. What do you expect mm-hmm. from us here? How was this different mm-hmm. than anywhere else? And Google Hangout was the one right. resounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want Google Hangout. Google mm-hmm. Hangout. But then there was the normal. Don't spam us. Mm-hmm. Don't this. Don't that. And so I, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Am I? Getting very far at this point, I will say no. Unfortunately, I've had a lot of other uh, mm-hmm. items on my plate to right. deal with. I haven't figured out Google Hangout, but I knew I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that day that it opened mm-hmm. up, there was no doubt that it needed to be done for search and rankability. Mm-hmm. Nine News needed yep. to have yeah. a Google profile. Well, and the cool thing about Hangouts, and for those of you who aren't on Google Plus or you know have dabbled a little bit and just haven't tried it, you can connect by video, free video, mm-hmm. um, with ten people yep. at the same point in time. So just think. For a reporter, if they were, you know, interviewing people and, you know, then, then they'd have those little snippets and, you know, I'm sure you'd have to have certain technology in place to be able to capture some of that right. and, and all those various things. But the hangouts are very cool. I have had, you know, I, I of course jumped on it, got my socialite business page. Haven't done too much with it because I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, who do I follow? Who can I follow? Right. That's right that's now. It's confusing. very difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't. Google's not making this easy. Right. Yet for for brands, and then I hope that's still in development. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be changed out because even though it says I'm only allowed to put people in circles who have already put me in a circle, I will get the list that these are the people mm-hmm. who have added me at, or Nine News, mm-hmm. I should say, and I sh- I will go to try to add those mm-hmm. people, and I can't. Well, and I, there's something. <laughs> about you can only follow somebody if they've mentioned you. Or, yeah. Okay, and that's it's, confusing it's too. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Google has put its document together how best to use mm-hmm. these pages and I've read through them. Um, 
I still think it itself as a platform, mm-hmm. as a network, needs help. Right. It, it's going mm-hmm. to continue to develop. Well, and I think they probably launched their pages for businesses earlier than they had anticipated. And I think that's because of the mm-hmm. demand. Yeah. I mean, since it launched, it obviously, its launch obviously moved up, I think, a mm-hmm. lot of changes Facebook. Oh, yeah. Or even mm-hmm. Facebook was ever going mm-hmm. to make all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That's why you now are able to put people in lists and only mm-hmm. message them. Mm-hmm. And that's right, right out competition mm-hmm. with the circles for Google. Um, so this these past few months have definitely been interesting in the whole social media landscape mm-hmm. of actual competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google and Facebook being the main two, but mm-hmm. then Twitter itself, mm-hmm. it may not be right. outright competing, but it's you know, it is now being reprimanded mm-hmm. by the other two. Google, I'm not going to search you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and and I think that's the big thing with Google, especially for business people. Mm-hmm. And you know, I it was I I had a post on my business page the other day about Google Plus, and somebody said, you know, this is just too many. I'm a business owner, and I'm not going to do this. And I said, that's great. You know, you always have the the right to choose what you want to do. However, remember one little key term: SEO. And at some point. Google may say we're not going to index. Well, they've stopped indexing Twitter. They may stop indexing Facebook pages. So if you want to really optimize your SEO, you will have a Google Plus page because it will move you up in the search engine ranking. You know, and and that I think right there is one of the key things That's why the, businesses the key. yeah they they need to at least get in there and get a presence. Right. You know, maybe they're not overly active. Maybe they're not posting nearly as often as they are on the other sites. But they need to get in there and start using it. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree. You you have to. And and I actually tell this to students who, who come in through tours. Uh, you know, they're trying to figure out how to use Facebook or Twitter for, you know, potential finding jobs. Mm-hmm. And I say, don't forget Google profile. Right. You mm-hmm. need a personal Google mm-hmm. profile and hook up your resume, mm-hmm. hook up your blog, hook up your whatever mm-hmm. right there. So you're easily searched when yep. a potential employer mm-hmm. is looking for you and or, or is looking for somebody with your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, before the job posting is even posted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a must. It's a must, I think, both for personal and professional mm-hmm. reasons and businesses. It's a must. Cool. What do you see other media outlets using that, you know, are cool, some of the applications they use, various things like that, that, you know, might transition into a business owner being able to use them? Or just something that you think is cool? Well, I think right now the main movements are actually in the apps being mm-hmm. built for Facebook. And when Facebook rolls out its timeline and finally, and when it will finally roll out its open graph completely, the amount uh, and capability of apps mm-hmm. will, I think there's such great potential. We already see, specifically from a media side, uh, huge fun things happening. You know, the Washington Post social reader. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to it, it's a different front page designed just for me based on what other things I've already put out there or that I've commented on mm-hmm. my friends. And it was um, it was actually nine ones to know I was in there talking to them, uh, to, to the team about social media, and I showed them this. And each three people once went ahead and signed up for the social reader and each of them had a different front page. So they mm-hmm. had the main headline, mm-hmm. but then the f- below right. stories were mm-hmm. what were changed. It was different. Yahoo reader doesn't bring in, um, the Washington, like the Washington Post where it actually brings you and keeps you on Facebook. Yahoo reader puts you back out at Yahoo, but mm-hmm. it, the plugins right there. So everything nice. you do on Yahoo now shows up in your activity mm-hmm. feed. And you have complete control over that mm-hmm. if you want to turn it off or keep it on right. or, or comment on mm-hmm. what you're seeing. So it shows up. And, again, I go back to a lot of people think if it's on Facebook, it's news. If mm-hmm. it's not, we're not covering right. it. 
And so we need to have these apps mm -hmm. that are able to put most of our content mm -hmm. out there in a way that our own pages can't mm -hmm. because, again, we would inundate right. people yeah. if we kept trying to put all those headlines well, out. But if your, your uh, readers, I guess they would be, if they're watching or, you know, reading online, you know, if they start posting, gee, I just read this, you know, just saw this great story, you know, it... it comes back to eighth grade again. You know, mm -hmm. I will do, I will go and check out a story because right. a friend of mine who I think is cool said I should right. check it out. I don't have the coding ability. I wish I did when it, HTML, PHP, whatnot. I can muddle my way through HTML, but I have been playing in the app space since Fun. Open Graph mm -hmm. Beta opened up. Mm -hmm. And um, I have put together three apps that are bringing in the M. site for mm -hmm. Nine News. So if you look at the Nine News um, Facebook page under the app columns, you mm -hmm. will see nine news headlines nine news weather nine news sports so if you go to cool. it in our mm -hmm. page you will see you know the headlines mm -hmm. right there on their mobile app so hopefully that's giving you the mm -hmm. headlines that we're not able to get you on our right. own page mm -hmm. but then i have a link that says go to app then mm -hmm. on the app itself it's this not nearly as cool as the social <laughs> reader because i don't have the ability but again it's the um, mobile site mm -hmm. but bringing in some of the facebook plugins so ah. um i've got the activity feed so mm -hmm. you will see for nine news if you were to go to the app, you would see, oh, look, my friends are reading or sharing this mm -hmm. from 9news.com. Cool. And then I also have the recommendations mm -hmm. there, too. So you can see, ah, I don't know that person, but that story has now been recommended mm -hmm. 9,000 mm -hmm. times. I better yeah, read it. Yeah, I better read it. So, again, it's just another way of trying to get our content where mm -hmm. people want to get mm -hmm. it. And, and a lot of people want it to be right. Facebook. Well, plus that helps you to know, okay, well, 9,000 people liked X story mm -hmm. and five people liked Y story. Exactly. Hmm, maybe X story, we should do something similar to it. Right. Or a follow-up or oh, something. Yeah like that doesn't mean that the other story wasn't good and wasn't valuable it just didn't generate as much interest right i think you have to look at that especially if you are using facebook where you can track mm -hmm. those kinds of things the activity facebook activity excuse me versus your um, actual web um, analytics so you can see okay well this story got 10,000 clicks, but mm -hmm. no recommendation. So mm -hmm. it generated a lot of interest, but not enough right. interest to let mm -hmm. to people want to share mm -hmm. it at all. And so that, that should help you key in. Mm -hmm. um, before I came to Channel 9, um, the marketing world and numbers were beyond me. Mm -hmm. uh, but now being at nine, Channel 9 in the position that I am, uh, I'm also helping out with the, on the marketing side with some marketing oh, clients. Cool. Mm -hmm. And so numbers and analytics mm -hmm. are driving me. Mm -hmm. I now dream numbers at night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to do with that, but I try to do mm -hmm. something with mm -hmm. those numbers and helping us, you know, lead us where we need to be and whether that is determining what best content mm -hmm. to make sure we're covering or at least getting out there and shared, you mm -hmm. know, oh, wow, this story was liked or shared 9,000 times, yet I never posted it on Facebook. Yeah. That one was mm -hmm. an oversight. Mm -hmm. I should get Oops, it posted. Go back and get it posted. Get it posted yeah. now. Great. Well, this has been absolutely fabulous. We are at 2 o'clock, so we need to wrap up. I think what we must do, though, is plan on doing this again in a couple of months because, as you said, stuff changes so quickly. Yes. You know, we, we want to have you back, talk about new things that is going on, you know, maybe a little bit more closer to election, maybe, you know, what's what's going mm. on with how the media is using social media We're all for election to time. We're all trying to figure that out. How are we going to for yeah, elections? all yes. of those various and things. And maybe timeline will have 
rolled out by this then. is true oh yeah. i know who knows on poor <laughs> timeline it comes and it goes on facebook um thank you all for joining me thank you very much to scott for making sure that we are on time and doing what we need to be doing couldn't do this without him um and i wanted to uh have people tune in next week my guest will be megan conter she is a social media maven and one of the things that that megan does is she works with clients to help them do their posts you know so maybe you are the business owner who knows you absolutely have to be doing this but you know there's only 25 hours in your day and you can't add to it so you know how do you do this megan's going to talk to us about that and other things all social media related so with that thank you very much everybody enjoy this great colorado day if you're not in colorado be jealous be very jealous You're listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com, on the World Wide Web, for your listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.